What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have Bougie Boo Circus Mystery kickstarted by Paul Gomez. And we're going to be talking about not Han Solo, but how to succeed when you're solo at a con. Coming up next. Let's do it. Show for independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your man to listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now. Yeah, you wanna do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Sam the Crazy Man Vera, and I am with George the Dreamer Medina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. It is Friday, August 26th. We are nearing September, bro. This is like the end of the year is here. It's crazy, kid. It's and crazy. We are coming, uh, coming at you with another, another indie creator. He's got a Kickstarter that has three days left, so we're going to be talking to him about that. And we're going to be talking about how to succeed when you're all by your lonesome. All by myself. you got no friends and you're at a convention. How do you succeed? We're going to be talking about that. And But if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel. Word. Give us a like, comment, Word. hit the bell so that you know when we're going on. Uh, we have a show every Friday. We go live on Wednesdays, sometimes on Tuesdays. We also go live on uh, Thursday mornings for the Morning Brew, the Crazy Crew, yeah. where we talk about stuff that you probably already know, but we're going to give you, you know, just a little insight on some of the things that we are doing and, you know, all other kinds of fun stuff. So, yeah, buddy, everything is a go. Yo, August 26th, Sam. So this is the end of August. I made Going a year here in September. Texas. You've been in Texas for a year. Oh, yeah. And you've done, now you've done, this is the most conventions you've done. In a while this year, right? I, yeah. yeah, it has. Yeah, it I just completed my. Actually, today's the twenty sixth. Yeah, so tomorrow I'll be at the Denton Comic Art Exposition. There you go. Yes, I just yeah, finished yeah, yeah. last week. I just finished the uh, Arlington Comic Fest. Wow. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, man. But before we go into indie news, you know, just catching everybody up on what's happening. We uh the show is growing, bro. The show's growing. We we got, I mean, as of this recording, we're up to six hundred and what seventeen subscribers. Yeah, we're trying to get to that magic number of a thousand. Hopefully, we'll get there by the end of the year. That'd be nice. But, um, That'd be nice. Yeah, but it's been it's been quite a year, bro. It's been quite a year. I can't a crazy believe, year. Yeah, I can't believe how fast it's it's gone by. It's gone yeah, by it's fast. um it's um it's remarkable. Um, that that uh, promo video in the beginning, what was that all about? Yeah, so Paul Hayden from ASAP Imagination, big uh, big friend of ours, good buddy of the show, he's celebrating two years 
um, that he since he launched his his company, the Anyone um, ASAP Animation. So Anyone Con is basically them celebrating two years of being out there, and they're gonna have games and and they're gonna be talking to people on on um, it's a virtual con, and they're gonna be talking to people on there. So it's gonna be fun. It, it's actually today. It's actually happening today, eight twenty six. So it it is. So because it's overseas. I'm not sure if it's already happening by the time this airs because it's nine o'clock here, probably a little later there. We'll figure it out. But yeah, if 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 you guys haven't yet, you know, follow ASAP Imagination, ASAP as soon as possible. Imagination, follow them and uh, go to their YouTube channel. Check out their con. Good, good, uh, big friend of the show. So yeah, big shout out word, to Paul. Word. Now well, I'm I'm hoping that uh, that music was um, license free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's still it's still up on his social media, so they would have taken it down from there. But also. he used it from from Instagram, so I just got to follow up and uh, double check that. But uh, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 lots going on. Um, you know, we are it's the twenty sixth, so we're about 24, 25 days away from the launch of "There's an Alien in My Toilet" issue number three, which is news. Hit him with the indie news. Let's do it. Crazy man, it's crazy. Tops in the Bronx. Damn. Tops in the Bronx. Bengasaki. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, issue number three launches in uh, what? Three weeks? Three weeks? Three, four weeks? Um, what, is, what is the actual launch date? What, what is it? The 20th, September 20th. September 20th. September 20th. Yes. Have you signed up? If you sign up, you get this digital print and you send me an email. If you sign up today, you can send me this digital print. You'll get this digital print of Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. Now he's like, what does that have to do with the campaign? Glad you asked. I'll tell you. Well, this is a double feature campaign. So there is a monster um, standalone story that I've been working on, um, grinding on. Did all the work on it, you know, drawing, coloring, writing, lettering, the whole bit. and um, it's this right here. Do these monsters on Planet Cthulhu? So do these monsters. You know that Duty has an active imagination. If you've read any of the issues so far, well, Duty has to go to a planet, um, you know, in the outer rim to uh he wants to go on another adventure. So he thinks this would be the adventure of a lifetime. Doesn't know. He's I think he's bitten off more than he could chew, and he needs some friends. So uh this is a great adventure. It, this um series you can unlock this book you can unlock as an add-on um at a stretch goal and then you'll be able to add it to your basket uh, so i'm excited about that but if you sign up you'll get this digital print and if you back it so you, you get a sign up and you got to back it and if you back it physically you'll get this physical seven by ten um uh print you know hard card stock you know high gloss and you'll get that and it's uh pretty dope and um there's also a variant cover because, you know, I'm launching it in September. It's right around the corner from Halloween. So there's a variant cover, you know, you know, an homage to The Shining. Here's Johnny or here's Duty. So that's also going to be available in the campaign. So if you haven't gone to dutiesworld.com, go check it out. Um, and uh, there's a whole I'm excited about this campaign. This campaign is going to be fresh. It's going to be like none other you've ever seen. And, uh, you know, I like to break 100 signups before we launch. So. The only way that's going to happen is if uh, we do it together. So let's make history. Hashtag let's make history. Let's do it together. Let's get to 100 and let's party. I don't know why that cracks me up. Let's make history. That's <laughs> cracks me up. But yeah, no, no. A man after my own heart. Definitely get the sign ups. Sign up. Make sure 
make sure you let Sam know that you signed up though, so you can get the uh, physical. Yes, yes. Uh, I got one person today let me know. So, well, because we're in the past, we're the present, whatever. So um, some people are letting me know. Uh, I just got an email from that one we talked about um, saying I'm looking forward to tomorrow. That's weird. Interesting. But um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, duty. There's an alien in my toilet. Number three is coming to your what Kickstarter campaign. Kickstarter and, uh, in a few days. In a few days. So a and by over, now you should have already received month. issue two. So um, everybody who backed the campaign, you should have received issue two by now. So I'm excited about that. So lots going on with duty. Duty's really um, you know kept me busy. Uh, I wanted to end the year. Um, I was going to do the campaign late October. But I wanted to do it earlier because the holiday season, and I'm potential, and I'm you know mo most likely going back to work uh, around September, October. So um, I wanted to be able to get everything out the way so I can focus on the holiday. So I've been drawing like a madman. If you've been drawing, joining me on my live daily drawing streams every day, Duty's become a new character. Um, you know, I've been drawing every day consecutively for two months, which is crazy, crazy yeah, man. online. Put it putting that work in, putting that work yes. in. Now that's awesome. That's awesome. That's good news about duty. For those who have been, uh, who obviously right by now, by this area, everybody should have gotten everything from this in my toilet. There was a, there was a hiccup at the beginning uh, when I was sending everything out. By the time I got back from vacation, I had a bunch of packages that were sent back to me because apparently the post office opened them up <sighs> because, because when, when it's so, so for those who don't know, right, if you're sending stuff out media mail, the post office can open that mail. Normally they can't, they can't open your mail, but when you put that media mail label on it, they can open it if they suspect that what's in it is not media mail. So, so yeah, so a few packages were- But I thought you can send the book as long as it didn't have any ads in it. But comic books, comic books, even because remember they're opening, they're saying, oh, it's a comic book. They're not so you opening lost up the comic money? book to read it. Uh, what do you mean? No, well, they send it back. Yeah, yeah, the three, the three fifty or whatever it is to send it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So be careful. My my mistake was I try to be I try to be cute and I put I had I had um I wish I had one with me, but I had this um I had these like um I guess envelopes made with the logo you know the uh you know the uh you know the uh, the logo of the of the title or whatever, uh the Adventures of Wonder Duck and then at the bottom I had getyourmeds.com. So they must have seen that and said, wait, this looks odd. It looks like advertising. Let's maybe let's check out what this is. You know, now you can go on your phone and check out the website. So they saw that it was comics and they assumed that because it's comics, it's going to have ads in it like a magazine would, not knowing that we're indies and we don't, you know, we can't afford ads. Um, nobody's going to pay for an ad on a book. There are no ads in this book. So, but whatever. So they send them back. So, so that's why there was, there's been a delay. And uh, there was a delay. That's why I never got mine. <laughs> Yours was one of the ones that was at at my uh, at of my doorstep. So uh, yeah, so so just just a quick heads up that uh, that oh, but, by now, but by now, I mean it's the end of the month. Everything. You know, the first one I, I I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about indie creators. They were saying that um, that um, the post like one guy said the post office banned him from sending any media mail. Um, you know, yeah. they already they have him. They're they, they, down. they got their photos. You know why? Because <clears throat> I think that they're on to everybody. Because, you know, we'll walk into a, well, not you, but, and I wasn't doing this. 
I was actually walking into post office with like three or four packages, right? And so I think if they see enough people walking into a post office with a bunch of packages that look exactly the same way, they're like, what's going on? What the, what the hell is this? And then you know, Kickstarters are more popular now. I think people are talking about the fact that there are Kickstarters. Comic books are being done through Kickstarter. They're probably thinking, oh, that's what this is. And then you got a guy who wants to be a hero at the post office. You know what I mean? Maybe he's new and he's like, oh, I'm going to check every single package and opens it up. And yep, got him. Send it back. So that's what happened. It's great. It's, the messed up thing is it's my local post office. Like I've been, so I've been, like I, I sent a few out on uh, like off post offices far away from where I live just because I'm on the road all the time. And I was like, oh, this is a good spot. Drop them off. But you're, you're, so, from, you're from Ecuador, right? Yes. So he's probably from El Salvador. He says, forget that guy. <laughs> he went Latino on Latino. Crime, Latino, bro. right? He kept it in the what? family. What? Wow. Yeah, we're like... getting banned. We're getting banned. Listen, my Salvadorian <laughs> brothers and sisters, my Ecuadorian brothers and sisters. I love Papusas. Please, please oh, he can't even pronounce it right. Please Papusas. ignore this gentleman. The views and, and the views of Samuel Vera do not reflect those of Catch the Craze or George Medina. Holy <laughs> cow. Your wife would have smacked you upside your head right now. She, heard you she wouldn't even know what we're talking about. Like she goes, yeah, yeah. You should. My wife is so oh, hypersensitive about everything. So, oh my God, no, I can't even walk down the block where she's like, she goes, don't walk that way. You know, you, 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 you're you walking like, I'm like, what? You know, it's like, she's not down. hypersensitive. She just knows the kind of thing that come out live. The, the kind of uh, offensive speech that you spew. Let her anyway, live. So, Yo, if so you yeah, go so, to the block and you watch how you're not on the block. You live PR in Texas. and DR you are not on the block. It's on. Logo, you, you, you are, you're like 62 years old. You're no longer 62, on the block. 62, you wish. <laughs> you're no longer on the block. You live in a nice house in Texas. The block, huh? you left the block in New York many, many years ago. All right? Yo, I'm on the block. It's just a nicer block. <laughs> it's a different block. Yo, but no, but, but for, for, my, for my fellow, uh, you know, uh, indie creators, okay, uh -huh. who are putting stuff out there via media mail, make sure that, you know, you're... It's you know what's crazy evident. is that when I go, I drop off like all like fifty boxes. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm gonna have to do it like five boxes at a time. Be careful, yeah. Unless, but didn't you have like your mail lady that used to come and pick yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. She stuff? actually backs my campaigns too. So she's she's down. But see, that's what I'm she's saying. Some people see, but that's what I mean. That's and that's what I was saying to you about about it was probably like some brand new because most, they they don't care. You know what I mean? Like they're like whatever, yeah. man. I'm just gonna throw it in the thing. It's already paid for. They don't have, they don't have to do any work. All they do is do and put it in the bag. That's they it. Do anything. What are you we, we doing? Did, we do all the work. That's for because you try to be special and put get you. They probably thought it was drugs. Right. Get, get your, your meds. meds. Get your meds.com. Yeah. Yeah. What? What meds? There you go. Check we that knew out. it. He had those yeah. shiesty eyes. It was over. It was over. <laughs> the funny thing is, so I go, I go there in the morning. I drop three off, right? And I and the girl was like on her phone, and I was like, hey, these things already have the label. She's like, all right, just put them in the, put them in uh, on the on the thing over there. I'll get to it. Cool. No problem. So that was like around, I don't know, nine in the morning. I come back around noon because I have some more that I wanted to drop off. I was like, you know what? Let me just drop these off now before I let go. And the guy was in the front. He's like, did you drop some stuff earlier today? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, that's going back to you. I'm like, why? He's like, oh, because it's not media mail. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, yeah, we can open it, you know, and uh, it's not media mail. We were going to send it back to you. I was like, ah, no, let me get it. <laughs> I'll take it right now. If you're going to send it back to me, let me get it. So 
So that happened that day, and I had sent a bunch of them out days before. So when I got back from vacation, boom, I had a whole <laughs> I was like, yo, that's why, that's why you stood in silence when you got back. You probably pissed. That's why I didn't hear from you for like an extra week. No, I was out. I, I was I didn't get I didn't get back. I was, I was out for like, for like three weeks off. I was out for like 10, 15, 10, 10, 14 three days. Weeks. Yeah, and I seen like 14 days. You missed me. That's what it was. It seemed longer. It seemed I missed you like I missed a sour stomach from those enchiladas. <laughs> you missed me, bro. Anyway, what do we what do we talk a little? What we get our meds? What do we yeah, talk about? We, being solo? I don't know if we want any meds. It's probably gonna get rejected. I'm not sure. <laughs> damn meds. We have better think it's time to get our <laughs> medicine. If I could find a damn thing, there you go. Boom. How to succeed solo at a con. Mm, interesting. Solo at a con, Sam. So talk to me. What, what What's that all about? Come and talk to me. I really want to meet you, girl. Uh, so basically, uh, there's, a, there's, there's a likely, a real likely chance that I'll be doing the October shows alone. And um, outside of kids comic con, but I really know, never, I've always had a ring man. Uh, haven't done a show alone. And, oh no, I did one. I did one in the White Plains uh, Mall at uh, White hey, Plains. Did you the Kids Con? The Kids Con go by. No, I had my boy Eddie with me. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, and uh, the White Plains Comic Con I did alone. That was the one I did alone. I was just dolo. Um, and it, what the, the the so what I learned from that is that you know you can't you can't have your head. To be successful at a con, if you're going to be the only one standing at your table and there's nobody there, have try to get as many commissions done before you get to the con um, and have it there. Because the last thing you want to do if you're by yourself is having your head down because then there's nobody to, to make eye contact, to try to pitch to people walking by, none of that stuff. When you have a wingman, they can do all that stuff while you're taking commissions. So what, you know, my, what helped me um, at the White Plains was that I had – my I had about 50 sketch cards already pre-done in my book. Uh, so I saw a lot of sketch cards um, from that. I did do a couple of commissions that hurt me because now I'm not looking at people coming but walking back. Um, and uh, <clears throat> you you have to try to create a buddy system. You know, what's like if you have to go to the bathroom, see if someone will watch your table. But my my you know, my thing is have uh, a tablecloth. Cover your stuff if you're gonna to go to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, because you don't want to say, hey, and if you know if someone's trying to sell something, you don't know if they sold something or nothing, you know, you don't want to go through all that stuff. Just throw something over your table really quick. Um, but the biggest thing I think the biggest takeaway I took from it is try not to be occupied. Um, and you know, eat eat in bites, you know, don't stand there and have a big ass hoagie, excuse my language, and you you have mayonnaise on your fingers and, and people are coming by. Uh, oh, you know, we'll come back later. And like, oh, oh, you know, so try to have something that's not as messy. Little bites, power bars, that kind of stuff. You know, thermos that you can just snack on throughout the day, so you don't have to leave for an hour. You don't, you know, and lock, close down your whole thing. I think the the most you ever want to leave if you're by yourself is for those five minutes you got to go to the bathroom, unless you ate something crazy and you got food poisoning. But uh, hopefully that doesn't happen, and next year it's over. But uh, you know, uh, have healthy, good foods. Nothing greasy, nothing that's gonna you know that's gonna make you go, um, and uh, um, 
keep your head up and, and stay focused and stand when you're by yourself and it's frustrating. If you're by yourself, you got to be standing um, 90 percent of your time. So this way you're engaging because you're competing. You don't have that wingman that's going to get the person on your left. So you got to try to entertain as many people as possible and attract people. Yeah, I think that, and that from a, I mean, obviously you're coming from an artist point of view where you're getting commissions and stuff like that and, and those kind of things. But like, as a writer, you're probably not going to have your head down doing any commissions because who's commissioning you to do anything. So as a writer, you have to, you have to treat convention days like nine to fives. I'm going to work, I'm going to work from whenever the door is open from 10 to seven. And, and I think you do need to take a little lunch break. Maybe you put a little sign and just eat your food, get, get, you know, re-energized. Or like you said, maybe a power bar if you don't want to have lunch or whatever to be able to do it. But when you're by yourself, it's hard because, you know, there's nobody there. But I think that one of the biggest things, and, and, and we've always been, been good at doing this, is, listen, the people around you, the people that are next to you, the people that, that you know, all the other creators that are around you, they're there and... If you're not a jerk, they'll look out. They'll be like, yo, dude, I'll be right back. Can you just take care of the table real quick? Just just watch it. Not take care of it. Just watch it for me. I'll be right back. Go and come back. Don't abuse it. Go. go. Don't walk around and go buy that comic you were looking for. Go to the bathroom and come back and, and everything is fine. But success, I think, comes with, like you said, you got to stand up. You got to be You got to be animated. You got to be talking. You got to be selling. You got, Especially as a writer because you have no other... There's no, I was talking to, I was talking to, to Aníbal and I was talking to my friend JM. Artists, man, listen, you guys can make a lot of money at conventions. And not just on your books, but also just on commissions. Word. People come up to the table and be like, oh, you're an artist. Can you draw this for me? You know what I mean? And it's like, now at that point, it's about scheduling things, right? It's about scheduling things. And I think one of the smart things to do is to have the person come back the next day, mm-hmm. you know, and then work on whatever you got to work on, maybe at, at, at the hotel that night and bring it to the person the next day. Or well, what I've seen um, artists do now is they say, hey, if you want a commission, I'm going to be at this show, put your orders in through social media, pick it up at the show when I'm there. And then people go pick up the, the, the you know, their, their work there while they're at the show. So they're not actually drawing anything at the table. So there are different ways. I mean, there are different ways to do it. Um, Solo is hard because obviously you have nobody there. It gets boring. (laughs) You know, you have nobody to talk to. And if it's a slow show, you're there by yourself and you're kind of standing looking around, you know, there's really nothing to do. So it gets tough. So definitely try to get a buddy to go with you. But if you can't, then, you know, you got, you got to have that mindset that I'm going to work. Yeah. yeah, You got to before, like for instance, um, when, there was also a possibility the the, uh, the August shows that I was going to potentially do it by myself. And then, um, um, but it worked out that my wife will be with me. But um, so because I had, I was anticipating that I said, okay, let me get a, as many original pieces ready. So I have some painted pieces on canvas um, um, that I did that I have ready. Um, and I have more sketch cards in my sketch card book and I have, a, I have already pre-done sketch covers so um, I can have it already there yeah. Um, because I didn't know if she was going to be there with me. So, but the, she will be there. So it, it makes it easier. So in the event that I do have a commission, I have somebody who can actually engage while my head's down. But when you're by yourself, again, I think the biggest thing is try not to have any kind of foods that's going to upset your stomach. You know, dry foods um, that's easy <laughs> to eat. That's big on the foods. <laughs> yeah, man. And, 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 and 
stuff that's not gonna get you know your, your fingers you know dirty you know yeah I, I, like if i take a sandwich like for instance if i took a sandwich it's a turkey and swiss i won't put any any dressing in it i'll put turkey and swiss on right, a sandwich yeah, and I, I wrap it up bomb and it's easy boom 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 i don't get yeah. any stuff on my fingers i don't have to yeah. worry about you know damaging the books because i'm touching it you know that yeah. kind of stuff yeah no i i think i mean listen i think that there are a few things that you need to also be mindful when you're by yourself because there's nobody to help you out is make sure that your area is neat behind yes. the table so that everything is accessible your money the change your 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 little device to put the credit cards in yep. whether it's qr codes you created on the table know where they are know what they know what your table looks like so that you're not fumbling looking for stuff know your inventory so that when somebody comes to buy something and they're ready to give you the money last minute you're like oh no i sold out of that you know like just know what you have what's going on be ready to you know yeah like i know i have two two shows back to back and one's a kids event and the kids event i know i'm going to do really well i usually do really well at kids events so i ordered um more inventory so this way you know i don't want to be caught with my pants down um i have a you know two-day event um and then the week after i have a, a one-day event i don't want to i want to just be prepared so i was like all right uh, let me just make sure i have enough inventory for both events yeah yeah, yeah. You know, so you think ahead. Look at do a count. Do your average. What I say is do an average. How many units have you sold per event? Um, do an average. What's the average of the total events? And uh, say, all right, then maybe I'll potentially do this here. I'll do this there. Um, and uh, um, don't go crazy, but um, just make sure you have enough because you don't want. Again, you don't. You're there to try to recoup your money and to potentially make more money so you can keep on investing in what you do. Uh, so that's the whole purpose. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, I just think that when you when you're by yourself and there's nobody helping you, there are certain things that you have to do a little different, you know. But there are also advantages to being by yourself because you can set up the table any way you want. You know, it's always if it's you, just you by yourself doing the show, it's just your stuff on the table. If you're not sharing it with anybody else, you don't have to worry about how much real estate you have on your table. The whole thing is yours, so you can dress it up however you want. You can do whatever you want with it. So that's an advantage of being by yourself. You just you up with my uh, love. But what, but to be successful, though, you gotta be ready. You gotta be ready with your yeah. pitch. You gotta be ready with your energy. You know, you gotta just be ready. Be ready to sell. Be ready to sell all the time. So word, word, word. So yeah, if you have any comments right. about this topic, um, if you have any experience being at a con by yourself, what were some of the things that worked for you? What were some things that worked against you? Put it in the comments below. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and uh, so we're going to take a commercial break. That was the I'll Get You Make segment. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to our guest, Mr. Paul G. Oh, Gomez. Right. So let's see. What kind of, what am I playing today? What am I playing today? Uh, you know what? Why, oh, why should you subscribe to Catch the Craze? Hey. It's Monty Moore. I am a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies, and you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? If you are an independent, Catch the Craze! Making moves on your own, Catch the Craze! On your grind in the streets, Catch the Craze! Join the movement, Catch the 
What's up? Oh, welcome back, Mr. Gomez in the his house. Thank you for having me. George, it's good Paul? to meet you. Yeah, you too, man. How you doing? Yeah, I've been a fan. You know, I, I came on last time. You weren't here. I'm I know. I know. I, I seem to be missing out on a lot of good interviews, man. I seem to be missing out. But, Paul, thank you for coming on, man. Welcome to Catch the Craze. Uh, you, are, you are in Texas as well, right? I am. Born and raised in Texas. I've, oh, I've been here all my life. I've, you know, visited other states, but this is home for me. Yeah, nice, man. Born and raised in Texas. So growing up in Texas, man, what, what was it like? What was what was the comic book uh, scene like in Texas growing up? Well, I mean, it was really hot. I mean, Texas is always hot. But I mean, you, you got a lot of independence out here. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is hot. It's, it's, you know, devastating right now. But but yeah, you have a lot of independence out here. There's a lot of a lot of new people, and you know, it, it's been amazing. It's 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 been really amazing. Awesome, man. Awesome. And you've always. What, are you are you the writer or or artist in in on no. the book? I'm the writer and creator. Right. I put together the teams and kind of just managed everything if you will captained it and just kind of went from there i'm i'm pretty new so i'm yeah, still kind no, of learning no. the ropes so so I, I don't know if you heard us we were talking about like doing conventions by yourself yeah, and, yeah. you know have you had to do conventions on your own so you know being brand new i think i've only done about six or seven conventions i have done a few by myself and mm -hmm. it, it was very interesting. I think the the, the main uh, obstacle for me was whenever you're talking to multiple customers. Oh, I think yeah. it comes to, as a talent whenever you're talking to one person, but somebody else is coming up here trying to get your attention. And, and you don't want to stop talking to this person because you don't want to be rude, but you still want to help this other person. I think right. that that's a talent that I'm I'm trying to struggle with as a, a solo creator but usually yeah. i take my kids with me so they kind of help out and they've been learning the pitches a little bit oh nice you know after about four four conventions or so they i've actually heard them get up and talk to that second customer and be like right. hey this is what this one's about this is what this one's about <laughs> which is cool is amazing but yeah it's it's really juggling i agree with the food thing though because, man, me and my kids, we load up on, like, fruit bars and stuff for the day so we can yeah. have them under the table and just pull them up as a quick snack if we can't find anything else throughout the day. That's awesome, brother. Absolutely. That's awesome. You know what I've seen at some cons? Like, I've seen people, like, almost look like like ringmasters. Like, gather around, everyone. I'm about yeah. to tell everybody what this book is about. And yeah. then you, that way you hit a bunch of people at the same time. You know. Actually, I mean? I've got my son who uh, cosplays as one of my characters oh, right here. Oh, oh, oh. That's awesome, cool, man. Yeah, he he cosplays as Lance out of Bushabu Circus Mysteries, and he he actually there goes go. out there in front of the table every once in a while, and sometimes he'll start singing a bar or two from The Greatest Showman. Oh shoot! So, so it kind of attracts some of the attention, and and we've done really well. Yeah, good for you. Because of my mascot there, if you would. <laughs> <laughs> Who made the costume? I, I actually bought it before I started the comic. Okay. Uh, and it was kind of the. Uh, you know, I showed the, it was a reference to the mm -hmm. artist. I was like, hey, this is oh, what my kid's going to be wearing if we do go out to book signings and conventions, if you could make the, the costume like that. And they made it exactly like it. So it was kind of awesome cool. that way. Yeah, that's, that's cool, fantastic. Man. Fantastic. Cool. The title, what's the significance with the title? Bushaboo Circus Mysteries. Yeah, it was a, a kind of 
brought on by my youngest kid. He used to run around kind of joking around with us and he would run into his head first and he'd go bushy, bushy, boom. <laughs> and so originally we were thinking about a character that was going to be shot out of a cannonball and they were going to go bushy, bushy, boom. But I haven't introduced that character yet. And so we were going to name the circus basically after this person. And it was bushy, boo, bushy, boo, circus mysteries. Awesome, man. Awesome. What, what, what's the story about? What, what, what is Bougie Boo? Well, it, it's a circus-based, you know, comic, and, and it's about three uh, apprentices, Lance, Luke, and Zahara. And Zahara is uh, one of my female leads. She's a tiger trainer. And then you got Lu Lance and Luke. Lance is uh, the ringmaster, and he's stepping into that role for the first time. So he's dealing with that stress and anxiety. And, and I wanted to tell that story of delegating authority because that was one of those stories that you really don't hear that often. Yeah. Luke is kind of my Luke Skywalker. He doesn't exactly know where he fits in. And right now he's kind of searching through his past. His parents want him to be a trapeze artist, but he doesn't exactly fit that role. And we're going to find out through a few issues where exactly he does fit. And it's going to be one of those journeys that you take. That's awesome, dude. Why the circus? Like, what? Why did you choose to do a story about the circus? Well, originally, when we started the jotting down stories, me and my kids were in the middle of after all the aftermath of everything that happened. I had lost my job, and the kids were stuck at home. And we we went into this room, kind of like a think tank, and we were sitting around talking to story ideas. And originally, they they were pitching different ideas, including uh, Harry Potter. And I was like, well, you can't do Harry Potter for the obvious reason. And they were like, what's the obvious reason? And I'm like, it's done already. <laughs> we can't steal their idea. And then right. one of them was like, how about uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? And I was like, vampires have kind of been done a lot. And we're like, how about a circus background with like, you know, that casting of kids that are kind of growing up into their own kind of thing wow. so these three apprentices are about 20 years old and they're kind of finding the world as well as finding their place in the world and the mysteries that come along with it dude i i love i love the uh i love the, the i guess the relationship you have with your kids man like yeah. they're out here you know it's like a little think tank and you guys are like it's like a writers do they help you write the the, the stories they help me write bushy boo circus mysteries and uh, we we throw around ideas still uh, we kind of outlined uh, about 12 issues, so wow. they don't exactly help that much anymore, but whenever I start writing the script, like whenever I sat down to write issue two, mm -hmm. we had the outline and kind of about three or four story arcs that we wanted to hit, and they would start helping me uh, drop in the holes, but I would fill most of it out. So with the next issue, they'll help me out as well. That's that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. What's tell us a little bit about your background in writing. Do you have any any former training in, in writing, or like no. is something you just kind of picked up? No, as a matter of fact, I, me and my kids, me and two of my kids suffer from dyslexia because it's, so it's yeah. kind of hard to write and read a lot. But whenever we were doing it, I, I wanted it to be like a morale boost for for the house, and I kind of wanted to make sure that they didn't lose track of that education of reading because i think reading is so important comics okay. helped me out so much through life and it was easier for me to read a comic than a book so i've always wanted to write a book and whenever we were doing this little think tank kind of thing there i was introducing them into comics and it just kind of clicked kind of why not do these both at the same time so these stories kind of went into comics and and we just went from there wow 
that's awesome, man. I feel like I feel like comic books do a lot of that for like. Yeah. I, I always talk about how like even growing up as a, like a Spanish kid who didn't know how to speak English, reading comics helped me with the language. Yeah. Just because you know that that's what you're doing. You're reading. What, what were you reading growing up? What, what were some of your favorite comics? Well, I, I read a little bit of this and that, but really the most impactful one was an X Men annual. Whenever I was a teenager, it introduced a story in the back, which was Bishop's story. And that character kind of motivated me to to like get his first appearance and read and find all his issues. And then it just threw me into that X-Men world. So I loved X-Men. I mean, er everybody loves Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. And, and I, I liked them, don't get me wrong. But it was really that that oddball cast that kind of pulled me into it and made me love comics even more. That's funny that you mentioned Bishop. Is there, is there a character that, that you kind of hope people will look the way you looked at Bishop? Is there like a character that you write with the intent of maybe saying, okay, hopefully this character can make a kid say, hey, I want to learn more about him? I, I'm not exactly yeah, I'm not exactly sure if there's one character specific thing that I hope attaches a meaning. I know whenever I wrote PTSD, it was a, a very uh, a personal project because i wanted to talk about mental illness and awareness and i wanted it to impact a lot of people as opposed to just you know just one person or whatnot and it has you know I, i've gotten a lot of feedback from it which has been great and and i i, I was shocked and surprised that well i i guess that so many people read it because <laughs> you know, being my first book out i was kind of like scared and nervous that it wouldn't sell and whatnot and mm -hmm. you know that kind of yeah, thing. that's awesome. It's PTSD. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at your your uh, your page now, and I see that it's actually part like one of the the tiers, right? Well, yeah. what 48 hours only. I see that it was. Yeah, good stuff, Paul. Uh, Jet, Sam, you had a question for Paul? No, I mean, so what can people expect from this campaign? So Bushy Boo Circus Mysteries issue two is going to be the continuation from issue one. This was issue one was a part one, and this is going to be the part two that that fully brings full circle that story. You know, we we left on a kind of a cliffhanger right there because I, I wanted to impact the fact that that this is a mystery. And at the end of issue one, there was like, who did it? You had these six suspects and it really kind of emphasized on. I wanted the reader to be able to guess at it and, and have these suspects. I was a big fan of uh, Perry Mason. And one of the things Perry Mason did was not give you that suspect till the very end. But I wanted to make sure that it was in that first issue so you could guess and, until that second issue came out and then finally figure out that mystery. All right. So I mean, who, who does the coloring on this? I mean, the coloring is fantastic. The amazing, amazing Gabriel uh, Roland is the colorist for this, and it's Brian. And I'm gonna mess this up. I always do. Azkura is the artist. Is the the penciler and inker? Yes. And then they're a great team, and they work so well together. But those those colors are are amazingly beautiful and and pop off the page. That's one of the main reasons that that I decided for these two on this team project. Did did do the same guys that did the first issue? Yes, they are the same team for the from the first issue of Bushi Boo Circus Mysteries. Nice, fantastic. So talk about how you vetted your, your team. Well, and uh, whenever I originally started, I, I I was looking for somebody who is stronger in colors because of the 
the circus background. I did run through about three interior artists and it kind of had a few bumps along the road. That was the reason that PTSD came out first because that artist was there from the start and just kind of went there. And then with these artists, we, we kind of went through about three different interior artist teams before we found Brian and Gabe and, and they've been just amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you have, um, as far, as far as the, uh, the, not just the tiers, but do you have any add-ons? Um, I, I don't, well? I don't have some add-ons just yet. I do plan on putting some in where we've kind of been, uh, piecing this together. It's been a little bit of a later start than I'm used to, but, yeah. but we will be adding a few add-ons on there. Brian and Gabe's, uh, cover, as a matter of fact, just got the ink and the colors in and it's, it's amazingly as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got some cool stuff. I, I, I mean, as far as add-ons, I would love to, uh, check out that PTSD book and yeah. even your, 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 uh, the other one that you have on here, uh, Cryptic the Cryptic Haze, Haze, yeah. which looks really, really cool. Thank yeah, you. No, it looks good, man. This looks really nice. So How what's the, can... what's the long-term strategy for your titles? Well, PTSD is a one shot. I, you know, as a brand new artist, I wanted to test my boundaries and kind of show my range of writing. So PTSD was one shot that I started writing after I started Bushy Boo Circus Mysteries. Bushy Boo Circus Mysteries is going to be 12 issues whenever it's completely said and done. This is obviously issue two, and I'm working on issue three writing it right now as well. Cryptic Haze is going to be three issues. And then I've got a, a a fourth title that I'm actually going to going to be coming out with hopefully in October. Sweet. So you're, oh. busy. you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> do you have, do you have the artists lined up for all these other books or like you're still looking for artists currently? Uh, I have this next book, all the artists lined up and they're kind of in motion already for, for my next book, which I, I, I guess it's a title in, in the making. It's called prelude at the moment, Nice, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely always on the lookout for, for cover artists because you can see with this one, I had six brand new cover artists and I was looking for younger artists as opposed to the established ones that I had on the first issue. Right, right. right. And then whenever I did PTSD and then Cryptic Haze, I was definitely looking for a different set of artists. One of, one of the things I, I really wanted to do because I was so impacted whenever I first started is I wanted to make sure that I was helping other people out and not just sticking with just one person. And kind of just sharing the love, if you will. Right. Yeah. No, it's good. And both issues are on this campaign. So you can get, yes. if you missed issue one, you can get issue one and you can get issue two yes. on the campaign. Looks great, man. Looks great. I mean, th this show is going to air is obviously August 26th. Right. So by then, I'm sure that, that the campaign would have been funded. And yeah, this looks, this looks really, really good, man. Good luck with everything you. that you're doing. This looks amazing. Yeah. So what, what events are you doing this year for the rest of the year? I, you know, I just got signed up one for at the end of August in Lubbock. I, I forget what it's called. Hub City, Hub City Con, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then I've only got two other, other cons after that. One of them is going to be in October. That's Cowtown. Yeah, and then Abilene. Yes. Abilene is going to be my last one for the year. I was trying to get into New York and I'm on the waiting list and I'm, I'm still crossing my fingers right there, but <laughs> you know, that's, that's a tough one to get into. That is. And where's Abilene? What when is that in October as well? Uh November. November, November I believe, yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. Nice. The one that you're doing at the end of August is is that the weekend of the 27th? Is that 
Uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure. I just signed up for it yesterday, okay. and I, I think it's the last weekend of August. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. awesome, awesome, man. So, so go ahead, Sam. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you ask him the, the the question that you usually ask about the uh, the pitch. <laughs> this, is question. this is where it's not a question it's a statement so uh, a statement. you hear that paul it's not a question it's a statement this is, this is where we're going to give you the platform and we're going to give you the the, the the camera and give us the pitch give us the elevator pitch let everybody know why bushy boo um and also where they can find you on social media so uh go for it Bushibu Circus Mysteries is about three uh, apprentices, like I said. You've got Lance, uh, Luke, and Zahara, which I, I wanted to make sure to have that strong female lead. Zahara is a tiger trainer, and like I say to most people, whenever you have a, a girl that's going to jump into a ring with a tiger, there definitely is a story behind it. And then whenever you got two young men who are brothers and a beautiful young lady, there's hundreds of stories to be told, but the real story is about the mysteries and if you can solve them before my characters can at Bushy Boo Circus Mysteries, you can catch me in uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Paul Gomez790. I'm also on uh, Comic Crusaders doing a show every week, one on Sundercats and one on Think Indie. And you can buy my products on chartercomics.com. Outstanding. And uh, your, your, your promo video, um, how long is that video? I believe it's about a minute. All right, let's play it. Before we go, let's just play that video. Yeah, That'd be nice if I share the screen. Yeah, <laughs> Let's try that one more time. Well, won't you? Here we go. Right, let's do this. Boom. Fantastic. Fantastic. Great, dude. That looks great. Yes. Those pages look amazing, Paul. Thank Good you. Good job, man. Good job. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know, thanks for coming on the show. Um, again, we wish you a lot of success. And uh again, the links are in the summary. Check out Bushy Boo if you haven't done so already. The title alone should be enough to drive you over to the Kickstarter page. Check it out. And if you can't back it, share it out. Let the let the world know about Bushy Boo. Um, great job. Um, Paul, can't wait to see you at uh, Cowtown. Thank you. Um, you know, and uh, you know, I'm sure we'll run into each other again. And you're always welcome back on Cast the Creative, brother. Awesome, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Again, yeah. great, nice yeah. to meet you, George. You too, Paul. <laughs> and hopefully, one day it'll be in person. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, if you do get into New York Comic Con, let me know. Awesome. 
Will do. All right, brother. Have go. a good one. Peace. So that was Paul Gomez. That's Bushy Boo. Um, yeah. And again, check it out. Um, and it's really good stuff. The artwork's really good. The writing's really good. Really good quality stuff. Check it out. Um, again, it's all about the indies. You know, I, I recently made a post because I, you know, whenever I go on social media, I always see everybody putting the top 10, you know, um, crowdfunders, right? And it's always the same names, always the big names, the ones that generate revenue or whatever. And, I, and it's really just, you know, because they want more likes on their posts. And I was like, you know what? There's a lot of creatives out there that um, have a lot of heart in their work and a lot of quality. And, and they're not making any of those lists. So let's create our own list. You know, and uh, let's go out there and let's, you know, help each other uh, get the word out. And so I just felt that it was our duty to go out there and uh, promote uh, our brothers and sisters in arms out there that are all hustling and grinding and trying to, you know, paint, add a little color to the rainbow out there in story making. So, um, you know, if you haven't done so already, give it a shot. Um, it's the cost of a latte. You know, go to Starbucks, you know, go get a, one of those venti lattes and, uh, you know, Choco mocha lattes, you know, go over to Kickstarter and uh, check it out. So I do. And uh, that's all I do is also support Indies and so do George. So um, that's that's yeah, what man. we're about. This one looks good. This one looks really yeah. good. I'm yeah. hoping he puts those, uh, the two other books that he has as, as uh, add-ons because those look really good. Yeah, yeah. And really I think I just a few more, I think a few more um, sample pages, like a little bigger because the, the pages are beautiful. It's just, they're so small. I think it's just, you know, blow up some of those sample pages. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, I mean, he has 27 days. So one thing I've always done is when I've always played around with my pages. So I was like the first week, I'm like, all right, let me, let me change something up here. Let me change something. It's a work in progress. There's no science until you've, until you've built that fan base, you got to keep playing with Kickstarter because there is no right or wrong. It's just, it's just a how, and, um, you know, just keep promoting. Yeah, no, this, this looks, this looks good. And you can get the combo for like 12 bucks. So yeah, yeah. that's not bad, man. You yeah, had two books for $12, man. And, and, yeah. and the first one is 63 pages. Cray cray. So yeah, no, it's, it's a really good deal. I mean, he's got some good stuff in here. And uh, yeah, the artwork is, looks really good. The coloring is awesome, right? I like the coloring. I like the, yeah, the, the coloring. Is, the coloring is top notch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. uh, you know, I'm not, it works for that for that title too. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's amazing how many fantastic colors are out there. It's crazy. Yeah, no, there's a lot. There's a lot. And there's only three days left, guys. So make sure, or two days left. Well, no, yeah, two days left. Yeah. Uh, of the of the campaign. So make sure you go out there. His goal is a thousand dollars. By now, he should have made it. Um, and hopefully, he has a lot of uh, backers to uh, to help him out. So make sure that you check out Bougie Boo Circus. Paul Gomez, really nice guy, man. I love the fact that he works with his kids. His kids are like his, you know, his road dogs, and he rolls out there with them. He's got one cosplaying one of the characters. That's freaking dope, man. It's a family affair. You've met him, right? Haven't you met him in person? Yeah, yeah. we met at uh, the um, Fan Expo. Mm -hmm. He was on the opposite side. We were in the same aisle, but his he was in the opposite side on the corner table, and I was in the middle on the other side. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually picked up one of the commission covers that I did. Um, which one did he did? I think he I think he picked up oh the duty as Buzz Lightyear. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, he picked that one up. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh it was a good time. I didn't socialize much at that event because it was so crowded. You never do, Sammy. I never you, do. You, I, you I, don't. I, you don't. 
Yeah, so, you, know, you know, when I go there, I'm always business. That's that's my thing. Well, I'm that's always... the thing. It's the yeah. nine to five, right? It's the, it's the yeah. you go in there at seven. You leave. I mean, at ten, you're leaving at seven, and it's going to be work all day. Yes, I do. I do think you need to, you know, spread out a little bit. Don't get too crazy. Give yourself don't a little break. You know what happens is the you know because my wife is my wing dog. Every time I would leave the table because the bathroom's on the other end of the place, she goes, "Please don't go away too long," because she doesn't know how, she doesn't know how to use the 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 the, oh, yeah, the yeah, place yeah. for the apps for yeah. the money, all that stuff. And I'm like, so I can never, you know. Yo, th those things are still clunky, bro. Like those things are still, you know, depending on what the service is inside the place, it, it could take a little while. Man. My data, I, I had yeah. to use my phone data. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, damn. Yeah, just give me one more second. You know, like. It's it's. Hey, uh, I stopped. Um, I stopped. Um, like, um, like which one do you want? I stopped doing inventory. I just swipe it. Yeah. I just I just put in a number. Just swipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, you figure that out afterwards. But um, I mean, I, I haven't used one of those in so long. They used to have like where you could just you know whatever they're picking up, you could just put the picture of it or whatever. They have they have like cooler looking ones where like it looks like you could use your iPad and it looks like a like like you're checking out of a what you call it yeah yeah the problem is battery life if you had a, yeah, yeah, oh, electricity yeah. yeah yeah that's the other yeah. thing you need that battery but yeah no this is good man Paul Gomez man you can come back anytime Paul yes. good job and hopefully you know by the by the by this recording you would have been going into some stretch goals and and, and things of that nature so Word. big and shout out to Paul if you like this episode please subscribe give us a thumbs up hit that like button. Share it with the world. Leave comments below. Any questions you have for us on this episode. And don't forget, sign up for There's an Alien in My Toilet launching on Kickstarter September 20th. And remember, if you sign up um, and you let me know you sign up, you send me an email, I'll send you this digital print. And if you sign up and you back it physically, you'll get that physical print. So a whole lot of stuff. Can't wait to see you there. I'm Sam the Crazy Man Ver. George the Chima Medina. And we... Are out. Crazy. 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 You are listening to Catch the Craze. Uh, this is crazy. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs>